Hello and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Jeremy Pearsons. This year, my grandfather, Brother Copeland, traveled to Nigeria, ministered at Bishop Oyedipo's Minister's Conference, and he taught specifically on sustaining impact in ministry, and we wanted to share these teachings with you. Now, wherever you live, whatever your occupation is, as a born-again believer, you are a minister. You're a carrier of the gospel, and you and I need to learn these keys to sustaining and having impact in a ministry of excellence. I invite you now to join Brother Copeland for today's broadcast. Let's open our Bibles to 2 Timothy. When I first saw this, it came as a shock to me. And I hope it shocks you. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and useful for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Flee youthful lust, follow after righteousness, faith, love, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid them knowing that they do gender strife. So there they are, the vessel unto honor, but also their uh, Vessels of gold, vessels of silver, wood, and mud. I don't want to be a mud pot. That's not my desire. I started out as a mud pot, <laughs> but thank God I didn't stay that way. And as you, but you no, know, I want you to notice this. It's not God. God didn't make you a mud pot. He didn't make you a wooden pot. He didn't make you a silver pot. He didn't make you a gold pot. You make the decision of what kind of vessel you are. I want to be the golden pot. I want to be whatever he needs me to be. I want to walk in that excellence so that the impact of this ministry and everything that it does, everything that it is involved in, that it is readily seen, that it is a ministry of excellence. Bishop touched it this morning and we're going there right now. The decision to be a vessel of honor. I, I'm, I really like that. A vessel of honor. An honorable vessel. If you would please 
Turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Now we've talked about the fact that faith, a life of uncompromised faith, we've talked about the word being final authority. We've talked about the love of God and living the life of love. Let's talk about the life of honor. Honoring God above all. Honoring his word. Walking in a place that is honorable before all men. Carrying the life of Jesus and his anointing in a place that is becoming to the Father. A place of reverence toward him all the time. Day and night, night and day. I had to learn to wake up in the morning and put first place, not sadness, not worry in the, in the face of what Jesus has done on the cross. Worry is a sin, very unbecoming to God, all fear-based and Satan ruled. But wake up in the morning and put a smile on your face. You don't feel like smiling. Do it anyway. It's your face. Take control of it. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Take control of your mind. Say this. My mind, my mind is my mind. Is my mind. I, tell I tell it what to think. I take control of it. I will allow no demon to control my thinking. So help me God. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. How do you do that? By walking in honor. Let's look from the book of Ephesians. Let's begin. You need to read this whole fourth chapter of four and five together as one flowing part of this letter. But for the sake of time and, and our attention this morning, I want you to notice, let's start with verse 22. That you, who? Me. That you put off concerning the former conversation or your old manner of life, the old man develop a strong help me Lord a strong mind of I am a new creature that old man is dead and gone hallelujah I died 
on November the 2nd, 1962. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You put off and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you, who? Me. That you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. That you putting away lying. He's talking to born again, Holy Spirit baptized, tongue talking Christians. Put away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another. The man and woman of honor, the representative of the Lord Jesus Christ should be a man and a woman of truth. Speaking truth all the time. All the time. Well, Brother Copeland, I don't lie. That's one of the biggest ones you've ever told. I don't lie. Oh, really? (laughs) What about telling someone, I will be there at three o'clock and you get there at 10 minutes after three, you're a liar. honor. They should be able to set the clock by your word. It takes practice. It takes putting away the dung. Putting away the childish stuff. If I said that once, I must have said that a thousand times. You lied. Unless you actually did say it that many times. Well, Brother Copeland, you know, no, 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 no. You're still a mud pot. Come on up. Come on up. Well, Brother Copeland, that's hard. Oh, I know it. Let me tell you something. To improve the quality of spirit, soul, body, marriage, business, property, assets. I don't care what it is. To improve the quality to the highest place, it takes prayer. It takes effort. It takes money. And it takes time. All of it based soundly on the word of God and it takes a life of walking in love. When you walk in love, when you truly demand of yourself to walk in love, when it becomes your absolute will, the will of God, I will please him and walk in love by faith and walk by faith in love. Glory to God. Amen.
I heard the Lord say, you get your house in order. I'd let a bunch of stuff slip. The scripture says you judge yourself and you'll not be judged with the world. Judge yourself. Amen. Not condemn yourself. Judge yourself. And be brutally honest with God and with yourself. And when you go before his throne of grace, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we confess them and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And when you go before that place, you don't say, well, Jesus, you know, I have this problem. No, 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 no. Call it what it is. You don't have this little problem. If it's pornography, call it pornography. If it's any kind of fornication, call it fornication. That's the only way you're going to get it out of your life. Amen. Judge yourself of it. And then believe you receive your forgiveness and and your cleansing from all unrighteousness. There is a cleansing in taking authority over that sin and calling it what it is and talk to the author of it. Don't talk to him in any kind tone. You take authority over him. Your sin is none of his business. Do you hear what I said? Your sin is Jesus' business. Yours and Jesus' business and nobody else's. Your sin ain't none of my business. I don't have any right knowing what your sin is or was. I don't want to know. No, no. That's between you and your Lord. Hallelujah. And you know what? He's forgotten it. I, even I am he, Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I am he that blotteth out your transgressions for my sake. Well, of course he did it for your sake, but he did it for his sake. And I remember your iniquities no more. I remember them no more. I remember them no more. Now you cast that over on the Lord Jesus Christ. You cast that the moment you confess it before him. You cast that over on him and every time it comes across your mind, you say, no, 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 that's not my sin. That's not my sin. No, I'm innocent of that. The blood has made me innocent of that. I'm, I'm an innocent man. I, no, 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 no. And the devil come crawling up there. You studying for your message, you know. And he come crawling in there. Yeah, you, you know. You meant a lot of what you did. Now shut up, Satan. I am innocent of that. I'm an innocent man. Why well, you're not either. I saw you do it. Ah, but you also heard me put that care and that sin over on Jesus and in his blood. I am innocent of it and you don't bring it up to me anymore. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against your knowledge of his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Don't talk to him about your sin. Don't talk to the devil about your sin. You talk to Jesus about your sin. Hallelujah. Here's another thing. To be a man and woman of honor. To be a man and woman of faith. To be a man and woman that walks by the love of God. You don't rehearse your problems. You don't call someone and tell them the problem. Unless the Lord has directed you to call that person and enter into a place of agreement with them. That's very, very rare when it's your problem and your trouble. It's devilish to rehearse the problem. The more you speak the problem, the bigger it gets in your eyes. That means the devil is getting larger and larger and larger in your estimation. But the more you talk victory, the more you talk the answer, and his name is Jesus. The more you talk the word, his promises in God are yes and amen. As long as you're practicing the word and you're practicing real Bible faith, which is going to the word and getting that promise and putting it in your eyes, put it in your ears, put it in your heart, put it in your mouth, put it in your eyes, put it in your ears, put it in your mouth, put it in your heart over and over and over until it gets so big that the promise begins to, or the the problem begins to wane and just gets smaller and smaller and smaller and you get up some morning and it's gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another thing, in excellence of ministry, We never, ever quit. Never compromise the victory. Stay there. Stay in the word until victory is manifest. There's nothing, no thing on this earth quite like victory. And Jesus has given us victory over death. (sighs) Victory over life and victory over death. Hallelujah. I've been blessed to see the dead raised twice in this ministry. And, oh my, such victory. It's unexplainable. Words, 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 you can't say it. Now, I attempted (laughs) at other times and failed. I'm talking about the raising of the dead. Do you remember when Peter ministered to Dorcas? He prayed before he did that. He didn't just walk in there, well, I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ and I just raised the dead. No, you don't. You inquire of the Lord and you go by the leading 
of the Spirit of God. This, those that are led of the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And that denotes a person of victory, a person of honor, a person of truth. Amen. Because he's the one that leads and guides into all the truth. Jesus said, when he comes, put put that scripture on, on the screen, please. John 16, 13, 14, and 15. I, I, I want you to get this. When he, the spirit of truth has come, he will. Say he will. He will. Not he might. He will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the father has All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and show it unto you. Do you? Do you understand what he just said? The Spirit of God in the first place is always speaking to you. It's not that he's not speaking. It isn't that he isn't hearing. It's that you and and I are not hearing. He's speaking all the time. All the time. Now, mm, Jesus said, he will take what is mine and show it unto you. All, (laughs) all that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said, he'll take what's mine and show it unto you. We have access to everything God knows. We have access to everything God ever said. We have access to everything Jesus knows, everything he ever did. It is on the inside of us right this very moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.